1: 1 Kings chapter 17, I want us to read verses 1 through 8. And it reads, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith. That is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. And bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up. Because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying. Amen. I am aware that we are facing unprecedented, unparalleled challenges. We are stretched and strained to the limit. And therefore, we need to look into the Word of God and seek and find encouragement. The series that I am launching today, I initially contemplated calling it the Survivor Series but after prayerful reflection and contemplation of the theme and the focus and the word of god i was preempted from calling it the survivor series the reason is is because god has called us to do more than just survive and so after reflection I realized that God has not just called the believer and the church to survive, but to thrive. And so after contemplation and reflection, the series name and title now that will give an overarching focus to our preaching is this, quit jiving, forget surviving, and start Quit jiving, forget surviving, and start thriving. And I have solid ground for this. We're not just survivors. The word of God says we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so as we go through this series, we're going to look at how we strive through things. Because if you're not thriving and just surviving, you jiving. I don't know how many sermons will be in this series, but we're gonna look at how you strive through discouragement and disappointment, how you strive through economic disaster, how you thrive amidst success and failure, how you thrive through temptation, how you thrive through family dysfunction, how you thrive through loneliness, how you thrive even through sickness and death. Today we look at part one of this series, the Thriver series. And the message today, the title is Booked at the Brook. Elijah was at the brook, but God had booked him there. See, you can handle opposition. You can handle difficulty when God has booked it. And so today we're going to focus on how we can thrive through opposition. And opposition and difficulty in the Christian life takes on many forms. There are pressures without. There are pressures without. Ian, Paul said it this way to the Corinthians. He says, As we come into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest. We were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, within were fears. Somebody came to church this morning feeling that way, like I'm just tired. I can't make it because of the opposition and the difficulty. It's what the songwriter sang about when he said, When I try to do my best. How many of you have been there, done that? When I try to do my best in service, try to do the best I can when I try to do the right thing, evil's present on every hand. Elijah, the prophet in this text, was being hounded and hunted for his courageous stand against apostasy and idolatry. He stood before the king and said, no rain will come into this land until you get this worship situation right. Israel was suffering, for the lack of a better description, from subprime worship. And the bubble had bursted. And God was displeased because they were worshiping those who had eyes and could not see, had ears and could not hear. Elijah challenged this situation and an APB and all points bulletin was issued against the prophet and in my mind's eye, I can just imagine in every city, in every township, in every village, in every Hamlet, there were wounded posters for Elijah. Elijah, whose name means Yahweh is my God. Yahweh lives God did not leave him alone. God said, Listen, go down. Go down to the brook cherith, and I will feed you there. This text teaches us that we can thrive through opposition. Somebody facing difficulty this morning. Somebody feeling like you ran up against a wall. This text reminds us you can thrive through it. Not just survive it, but you can thrive in the midst of it. And there are three principles in the text. And when I share these, I'll be through. We can thrive through opposition and difficulty when we've been booked at the brook. When we follow where God guides, when we follow where God guides, the Lord told him that I will feed you there. Every time I read this text, I'm mesmerized by this because the verse would stand on its own without there. Syntactically and grammatically, uh, the sentence would be correct. Without the presence of there, there gives it geographical specificity. In other words, it's at this point, it's at this place that God has promised that he would take care of the prophet. The blessing, the promise of provision has latitudinal and longitudinal reference. He says, I will feed you there. Remember my brothers and sisters as we look at this point this morning following where God guides that in essence sin is a matter of spiritual dislocation because when Adam and Eve sin God comes walking through the garden in the cool of the day and the question he raised is Adam where are you sin is really being somewhere God has not authorized doing something that God has not authorized. Thinking something God has not authorized. That's consistent with the New Testament meaning of the word sin, which essentially means miss the what? Mark. If you want to thrive through opposition, you have to follow where God guides. It's obvious in the text that the Lord Oh, I wish I had a witness here. The Lord made the reservation. He booked the prophet at the brook Cherith, and he guaranteed the reservation for late arrival with his word. When God handles the booking, all of the accommodations are five-star. You don't have to worry about discount lodging when God handles the booking, When God makes the reservation, and that's why it's so important if you are going to thrive through difficulty and opposition to know that you're where God wants you to be. That you're in the place that God wants you to be because when he does the booking, when he books you at our brooks, then we will not just survive, we will thrive. We get in a lot of trouble when we start making our own reservations. You better pray about that job change. You better pray about that marital commitment. You better pray about that church association. Do I have a witness? We get in a whole lot of trouble when we start doing it to the tune of Frank Sinatra's My Way. You have to follow where the Lord guides. Some of us are missing our blessings and and missing an opportunity to thrive because we won't move. When God tells us to, we are moving of our own accord. You go down to the brook and I will feed you There. This is Elijah's response. And I love the way the Living Bible phrases this response. It says, so he did as the Lord had told him and he camped beside the brook. There's no indication in the text that he questioned God. God told him, I'm going to feed you with ravens. He didn't even say, how's that going to happen? He just heard the Lord's voice and he trusted God. To do what he said. And so point one this morning is, if you want to thrive through opposition, if you've been booked at the brook, you have to follow where God guides. The second point is this. You have to know how God provides. Not just follow where God guides, but you have to know how God provides. Look what the text says. It says, I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now you know and I know that God has infinite resources at his disposal. Why ravens? Ravens are by nature carnivores. In fact, it is well documented that ravens sometimes will allow their own young to starve to death. But God chose ravens to take care of his prophets. One of the questions that God asked Job was, who provides food for the raven? My brothers and sisters, God provides in a way that we will never be able to take the credit for it. If you want to thrive through opposition, you've got to know how God provides. He takes a few loaves of bread and a few small fish and he feeds the multitude, not counting women and children. Later in this text, he sends him not to the home of a rich estate owner, but he sends him to the home of a woman who's getting ready to cook her last meal. And it's there that God provides for the prophet. And when she goes into the kitchen and began to pour out the flour, the more she pours out, the more God pours. Anybody ever experienced that? You looking at your little checkbook balance and you wonder, Lord, that's more month than money. How on earth am I gonna pay this bill? You get that tuition bill for that cow, and, and it just doesn't add up. But God works it out. Isn't he that kind of God? And he just keeps multiplying and do I have a witness. You got to know how God provides. There was an old woman who was very poor, but she was a devout Christian. And she lived next door to an atheist. And every morning she get up from her bed and she'd go out on the porch. She'd lift up hands of praise to God and thank him for the food that he would provide that day. The atheist got annoyed with this daily behavior. He said, I'm gonna show this woman that God ain't all that. Early one morning, he got up before she did and went to the grocery store and bought some food. And put it on her porch. And when she came out, he knew he had her number. But this woman, according to her custom, she did the same thing she did every day. She raised her hands as she looked from the side of her eye and saw him spying from the corner of his house. She raised her hand and said, Lord, thank you for the food You provided for me. Lord, by the way, thank you again because you made the devil pay for it. That's what David was talking about. It doesn't take a God to prepare a table for you in the presence of your friends, but only God, only God can prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. That's the kind of God we serve. David knew this, and G. Vernon McGee says that God used two methods for caring for Elijah. He used the natural means because he drank from the water of the brook every day, but he used a supernatural means because he provided food. Bread was brought by the ravens, these carnivores, each and every day. And when I look back, In my life, some stuff I can rationalize. I can see how frugality and planning helped us get through it. But there's some things, there's some things I cannot explain. How God made a way, not just somehow, He made a way, anyhow. How He showed up just on time. He provides naturally and supernaturally. Doctors can't explain everything. Counselors cannot explain everything. It is no secret what God can do. So point one is, if you want to thrive through opposition, follow where God guides. Point two is, is know how God provides. And the third point in the text is, trust that God abides. In verse 7 it says, and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Don't get too comfortable with your blessing because every now and then God will let the brook dry up because he understands that We have a tendency to get attached to stuff, to get attached to people, to get attached to things, but he wants our attachment to be to him. So every now and then the brook will dry up. The Bible says that the brook dried up. Somebody here this morning and you're dealing with a dried up brook, situation. Be encouraged this morning because verse 8 says, And the word of the Lord came unto Elijah, saying, Now brooks will dry up, but God's word, it will endure forever. The brook dried up because Elijah prayed. I think sometimes There ought to be a sign on every prayer closet. There ought to be a sign in the foyer of the church. There ought to be a sign on the doorpost of our houses that says, be careful what you ask God for. Because the Bible says that Elijah was a man of like passions as we are. But he prayed. He prayed that God... Would shut the heavens for 42 months and God shut the heavens. God will answer prayer. But when you get down on your knees and begin to talk to God, don't try to dictate to God how He answers your prayer. If you want to thrive through a bad situation, you can't tell God how to fix it. You got to put it in his hands and the Lord will work it out. When he answers your prayer, it might dry up a brook. It's all right for the brook to dry up because when brooks are gone, God is still on the throne. I do have a witness. When brooks are gone, God is still on the throne. See, the brook dried up But God's word still got through. Jobs can dry up. uh, Relationships can dry up. uh, Joy can dry up. uh. When God's word uh, comes through, uh, he'll bless you anyhow. Because God had a word. Our father's prophet uh, said, I got another blessing. Pack up your things. uh, Move over to another place. there's a widow in uh, a Zarephath, uh, and I will, uh, and I will, I'll uh, take care of you, and I will, uh, and I will, I'll uh, take care of you. Is there anybody here that survived uh, a brook drying up? you lost your job and you thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen but you like Job your latter days are better than your former days you feel so good about what God has done, you sang that song, if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them, the brook dried up, but joy opened up, the brook dried up, but peace, open up. Prove, dried up, but opportunity, open up. I'm a witness that God will take care of His children.
0: You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org for more information about us and to obtain resources provided by T.D. Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on certain truth for uncertain times.